NPR. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Waylon Wong. And I'm Adrian Ma. And it's time for Indicators of the Week. And today we are joined by Planet Money's Kenny Malone. Hello, Kenny. I am so excited to be here because I, I've looked at our indicators and I know it does not appear that they have anything in common, but I'm going to throw it out there. These are all... Soaring or, or Soarin. They're all Soarin, like Soaring, but cooler. So there's an apostrophe in the end. Okay. I didn't think we could get any cooler on this segment. Hear me out. Hear me out. We've got okay. how the number of people losing money to fraud is skyrocketing. You know, one of the most important interest rates has shot up to its highest level since 2007. And then we do have actual flying. The fascinatingly simple way United Airlines is going to get us all on their planes faster. Is this not a unified theme? Prepare for blast-off after the break. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Humana. Your employees are more than your coworkers. They're the heartbeat of your business. That's why Humana offers modern group benefits designed to protect employees and their families with dental, vision, life, and disability coverage. Humana knows every employee and every business is unique. That's why they listen to your needs and build plans with you and your team in mind. That's the power of human care. Indicators of the week, we have reached our cruising altitude. So Adrian, why don't you serve us our first complimentary indicator? $1.6 billion. So $1.6 billion is the amount the Federal Trade Commission in a report this week says consumers over the age of 60 have lost to scams last year. I assume that's not one person who lost $1.6 billion. Well, what if it was, though? <laughs> it is uh, many hundreds of thousands of people that were scammed. And I think one thing that is important to think about is that only a tiny fraction of fraud victims actually report it. And the agency actually estimates that the actual amount of money that was lost might be as much as $48 billion. So like 30 times what was actually oh. reported. That is getting into, like, small country GDP territory. Everybody has experienced being the target of a scam. But what the agency, the FTC, says is that older consumers are less likely to actually report getting scammed compared to younger consumers. And when they are actually scammed, they tend to lose more money. This report caught my eye this week because actually several months ago, my own mom was targeted by a scam. Oh, no. Yeah, she got an email from someone who was pretending to be a friend of hers. It had this really urgent tone. They were like, hey, I need some help buying gift cards. Mm. And so my mom, being the nice person that she is, wanted to help this person out. And after she sent the money, she texted this friend and was like, hey, did you get him? And then the friend was like, what are you talking about? No. Oh, shoot. That's the worst. I know, right? could happen to any of us. Yeah, yeah. But the FTC says older consumers are particularly vulnerable to this kind of scam, which is called an impersonation scam. 
Other examples of this might be someone pretending to be Amazon or the IRS. And the agency also points to two other kinds of scams that are particularly prevalent among older folks, which are investment scams, so bogus money-making opportunities, and tech support scams. That's where someone is pretending to help you with a computer issue, but actually they're like trying to hack into your computer or get you to send them money. And the numbers suggest these scams are growing rapidly in frequency, with reports of some of them doubling or even in some cases tripling year over year. Oof. Well, this is a good reminder then to just check in on the people in your life who might be susceptible to these scams. I feel like me included. I want to be checked in on this (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) please check in on me. (laughs) All right. Well, you know what is not a scam and is maybe in fact the opposite of a scam is buying a U.S. (laughs) Treasury bond. It is. I guess it is theoretically one of, if not the safest investment on the planet. Very safe, but lately looking a little volatile. So that brings us to my indicator, which is 5%. This refers to the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note. Now, a yield is basically the return you get on a bond. And so for the 10-year Treasury, the yield right now is very close to 5%, and it has not been this high in 16 years. This is a huge deal. This is a story I've been watching, too, because like the 10-year the is like the number that that people watch. It's like the thing that kind of tells us what, what's going to happen to mortgage rates. It's, it bleeds into like money that gets lent to companies to, to build things like, you know, factories and, and buildings in the real world. Like this one matters quite a bit. And so the fact that it's going up is a big deal. Exactly. And we know that when bond yields are up, that means prices are down. We know that people are selling off the bonds in their portfolio. That's sending yields up. So this is now what is happening with 10-year treasuries. The markets are in the midst of a global sell-off. And there's a few reasons why this might be the case. Do either of you want to venture a guess? Rising interest rates? Yes, yes, rising interest rates. Hey, more soaring. Ooh. The Federal Reserve started hiking interest rates in March of last year to bring down inflation, and it's not clear whether they will keep hiking. Recent data shows that the job market and consumer spending are still pretty strong. Which then I assume looks like more rate hikes coming to the market. Yes, exactly. And when interest rates go up, investors that are holding on to older bonds will sell them because they can buy a newer bond that has a higher interest rate. Yeah, right. Or it's just like riskier to have your money tied up when you think the rates might be going up and up and up. So if you want me to tie my money up for 10 years, you're going to need to pay me a lot of money because I think other rates are going to go up fast. Exactly. And that actually brings us to another factor that is playing into the volatility of the Treasury market right now. And that is generalized uncertainty over the state of the economy and the world. So if you broaden out even beyond interest rates and you're saying, well, things look kind of fiscally dicey in the U.S., we have war in the Middle East, we have oil prices going up. When there is this much uncertainty, bond investors are going to demand more compensation for taking on this risk of the general unknown. More compensation higher rates, we end up with sort of relative high for the for the tenure. Exactly. So watch this space. I think the bond market and what's going on with treasuries is going to give us a lot to talk about on the show going forward. Kenny Malone, it is your turn to spread your wings and take to the indicator skies. My indicator is two minutes. Two minutes, though, in this case, is the amount of time that United Airlines says it will save by putting us all onto its plane's In a less annoying way, specifically, the system that they will use will be window passengers first and then middle seat people and then aisle seat people. And this method 
has a very fun acronym, if you would like to guess. Okay, remember, window, middle aisle, window, middle aisle. What acronym would you guess? Winma? Club, pretty close. <laughs> yeah? It is Wilma, which doesn't Wilma. make a ton of sense if you think about it too hard, but it is... Wilma! Do you have to yell it like Fred Flintstone? <laughs> there is a surprisingly large body of airline boarding literature that has been talking about Wilma for a long time. The reason that this has been written about a lot is because the Wilma method cuts down on what is known as seat interference, which is, you know, having to having to crawl over other people in your row. Wilma eliminates that and declogs the aisles to some degree. Okay, so if this window seat first system is so clearly better and all the researchers confirmed this for a while, why is United only doing this now? Well, to be clear, it sounds like United is still doing the traditional boarding for like, you know, people with kids and business class and first class, like like they will all still go first. This is really about economy class, like the rest of us, because, you know, the thing is that after the pandemic, leisure travel has more than recovered, but fancy business travel has not. Mm. And and so my favorite theory about maybe like why now is that if business travelers are no longer the cash cows they always were, then maybe we are seeing United try and compete with other airlines by making the economy traveler experience a little, a little, just like a little bit better, just a little bit. And, and I will say, I hope that this works well enough for United to try what has been called the perfect boarding strategy. It is called the Stefan Method, proposed by an astrophysicist in 2008. Wow. And it is basically Wilma, but done every other row. And according to Jason Steffen, the astrophysicist, this might be twice as fast as some traditional boarding methods. Whoa, twice as fast? I can't exactly figure out in my head whether that's a good thing or a bad thing in the end. Yes, 100% a good thing. Stay seated until the podcast has come to a complete stop. <laughs> Oh, if we're doing this realistically, then I will unbuckle and start walking out. <laughs> this Soren episode of The Indicator was produced by Cooper Katz-McKim with engineering from Sina Lofredo. It was fact-checked by Sierra Juarez. Today's show was edited by Dave Blanchard. The Indicator is a production of NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Online. Is your child asking questions on their homework you don't feel equipped to answer? IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. One subscription gets you everything. One site for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with its original podcast on investing. Each week, you'll get thoughtful, in-depth analysis of both the stock and the bond markets. Listen today and subscribe at schwab.com slash oninvesting or wherever you get your podcasts.